You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. My name, my name is Joey. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games, and we made it on to the flying battery. Whew. That's right. Oh, gosh, I need an energy drink. That was quite the run. Ugh. Okay, how about this? Let's take a quick break. I'm going to compose myself, and then we're going to run through this, and we're going to be right back. How's that sound, Joey? Sounds good to me, Zach. All right, here we go. Okay, just give me one sec.
Welcome back. Jerem, what did you think of the Flying Battery Zone? Yeah. Yeah, that sounded pretty cool, Jerem. Oh, man, you thought it was good, too? Okay, maybe we should translate for those who don't speak, Jerem. So Jerem's saying that, first off, this track on oh, yeah. Flying Battery <laughs> Zone is such a banger. Mm -hmm. Hells to the yes. I agree with you entirely, Jerem. This song is so legit. I love it. It's such a solid remix yeah. of the original. Like just adding in a bit of more it's flair like to an already existing thinking. soundtrack makes it just mwah. It's like if you combined an old and a new car to make some kind of awesome Franken car, except this car just plays music. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't actually drive you anywhere. <laughs> I love it's those a, cars. It's a very useless car. <laughs> um, but this whole zone is on, honestly really well done. I think way better than the than Chemical Plant Zone. Um, yeah. Mainly because they actually put a lot of effort into uh, slightly more conveyance of mechanics, not over just plain old game elements. So right. what do I, I mean? There's a lot, a lot more, like, platforming in this one, I guess. Exactly. There's a lot more platforming. There's a lot more reliance on not just platforming, like jumping on for platform, platform but creative platforming. So, yeah. like, for an example, the first uh, mechanic that you see here is uh, climbing on the monkey bars. So, okay. you're familiar with what I'm talking about, Joe? Yeah. So yeah, climbing on the monkey bars, um, I call it a mechanic because you have to know how to use it to advance, otherwise you can't get through the stage. Nice. Um, so you have to latch onto certain bars and certain ones like drop you into a different section of the stage and let you continue. So it kind of forces you into this scenario where it shoots you straight, like if you're going and playing Sonic like you would, you would go up this ramp and it would shoot you directly at the monkey bars. And your next inclination is to move across the monkey bars. And then you say, oh, great, there's another set of monkey bars here. I guess I'll climb on those, too. And when you get to the end, you notice that you start moving down. And then, yeah. oh, shit, it just conveyed to you the mechanic of climbing the monkey bars. That sometimes <laughs> they will put you into a new area. Yes, conveyance. Look at that. I found it. I found the conveyance, Joey. Ding, 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 ding. Ring the conveyance bell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my man. god, can we have a conveyance bell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, next time I should actually just find a bell. <laughs> I found a conveyance bell. Here he, here he. I was thinking like one of, one of those like bells <laughs> that the town criers have. That would be perfect. <laughs> here he, here he, we found the conveyance. Or like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Except of we're shame. not. <laughs> the shame bells. <laughs> Conveyance. Everybody's just pointing at it. <laughs> Conveyance. Conveyance. Oh, man, that would be hilarious. If somebody could send me one of those, that would be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'll find something. Anyway, um, the level design here really complements uh, the theme of this level and the difficulty increase, which comes with like later stages, just by having both an indoor and an outdoor section to this oh, yeah. to this stage, because so pretty, it's so cool, it's so very well done. Uh, but the indoor section kind of seems more like the 
easier section. I wouldn't even say easier, but comparatively so. The difficulty really spikes up a bit more when you're outside because it requires so much more precise platforming. Yeah, yeah. Because if you fall, you just fall into nothing. But if you fall in one of the indoor sections, there's a lot less likely chance you're going to die. You'll end up just going to a lower section. Yeah. So and it's, apparently it doesn't hurt Sonic to fall. Well, that's 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 all platformers. If you make a platform where you by hurt yourself oh, by yeah, falling, that's, that's like a bad platformer. Bubsy! Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Um, don't mind that. That's just a random tick that I have sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like I really appreciate how they're kind of tying in the level design itself to the difficulty increase because it, it ties into the fact that you're on an airship and Sonic might go have to go outside on the airship, which would be a lot more difficult to traverse because he's outdoors and he can't fly. Yeah, he can't so, fly. It's perfect. It's really well woven, I gotta say. Well woven. Yes, it, like a like with a sweater I'm wearing right now, it is well woven. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. Although you can't see my sweater. No, but I agree about the game. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's a very nice sweater. <laughs> it only has a few holes in it. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. If it has holes and you're still wearing it. Yeah, my dad would have made a joke right there and been like, Oh, your shirt's holy, eh? Maybe it was from God. And I go, <laughs> Dad, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, there's another little bit of conveyance, but not of a mechanic so much as a game element. Uh, about uh, maybe a third of the way in, you run into some fire geysers, which you've already run into at this point, but... Uh, there's explicitly within your view coins leading up above it. So logically you'd want to jump on top of the fire geyser to look up and say, okay, how do I get those coins? But by the time the camera's panned up to show you what's up there, you'll have waited long enough to realize that the top of the fire geyser is a spring that shoots you up. <laughs> Which is another genius little bit of just conveyance there because you're like, oh shit, I wanted to see what was up there. I didn't even realize that these geysers were springs. Yeah. So like, hells to the yes. That is a very good way to convey your concept. Conveyance. Granted, granted it's not a mechanic, but it is a great game element. Yeah. Well <sighs> thought out. If, if you know, if... If your guys are catching on, I'm a little bit horny for this level. It's very good. I'm horny for this one. <laughs> um, it's just so gosh darn well done. Uh, the me Another mechanic that they actually roll out, which is a mechanic, um, is the concept of magnetic walls and your lightning shield. Uh, when used in tandem, your shield you actually magnetize to the top of a wall. Yeah. Uh, specifically those uh, yeah. magnetized walls. Uh, which allows you to run up, like, upside down and traverse the level in a completely different way, which makes it so much cooler. It allows for so much more traversal options because, again, the only way this works is if you have the lightning shield. If you don't, it's still the same old, same old. But if you do, yeah. then you get to see a whole new perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also just, like, fucking cool. It is really cool. I like 
it, sometimes it just kind of comes up on you without even thinking about it. Like you're just running and you're like, oh, okay, I'm upside down now. How did that happen? <laughs> it's like in real life when sometimes you just flip upside down and you're like, how did this yeah. happen? Yeah, normal. Yeah, th- does that not happen to you? No, it happens like every Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, yeah, it happens to me every Wednesday. When I flip upside down to record the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that's that's a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm actually part I'm part vamp, vamp, vampire. Vampire. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm a video game vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the least intimidating kind of vampire. Um, anyway, uh, but it is uh, introduced in such a way, uh, the lightning, the sorry, the lightning shield plus magnetic walls, it's introduced in such a way uh, that it kind of ramps you up difficulty-wise on kind of dealing with it because it kind of switches your perspective enough that you might need a moment to kind of get your bearings. Uh-huh. So it's it starts off with you just kind of upside down with no real danger there. And then as you kind of understand what you need to do to to acclimate here, it throws you a couple curveballs of the little sort of spike balls that you just kind of have to navigate to move away from. They don't move, but they are there for you to dodge. And then as the stage progresses even further, they throw in a bunch more things like enemies that get magnetized to the top or spikes that are on chains or magnetic walls that demagnetize at times and remagnetize <laughs> so as the level progresses the mechanic gets more and more difficult which is perfect because yeah. it tests you it tests your understanding of it after That's having right. brought it to you in a close sub clever safe environment perfect Difficulty. and i can say words i'm a little bit tired <laughs> That's fair. Sue me. Um, don't not sue all me. Moving, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of heavy mm-hmm. lifting has made me tired. Anyway, um, this is just this is such a cool level, Joey. I really yes. like it. Yes, I like it too. Um, what else? There's more. There's more things. Even there's there's so many more things. I don't even <laughs> think I've been. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna miss things that I want to talk about. <laughs> because for for the fact that like if I talked about everything, we'd be talking for fucking ever. Um, there's like this cool little touch about over halfway in where you kind of reach a dead end, but there are these missiles that are shooting out of the ground, and to progress, you actually just have to dodge out of the way, and the missiles blow a hole in the ground to help you progress, which is such a cool little touch. Oh yeah. Um. And god damn it, there's so much more that I could talk about, but I we gotta keep moving. Yeah, let's keep Otherwise, moving. Otherwise we're never keep gonna get through anything. On. Uh you fall into the boss room right around now, but uh before you see that there's a bit of foreshadowing, I believe. Uh you see the uh blueprints of some kind of mechanical spider? Yeah. Some sort of mechanical spider. As uh Dodger Robotnik drops you into the garbage chute of the ship and re- recreates that scene from The Last Jedi. <laughs> you mean... It, was it The Last the Jedi? One. What was the other... Which the one was one? it? No. Yeah. What was it? Quick! Star Wars. I'm, gonna, I'm, Star I'm Wars. losing my... Yes, I'm losing my nerd cred. Quick, tell me what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm a video a game hope. nerd, not a, a movie hope. nerd. A New yeah. Hope. Cool. I I don't know if we're right or right. If we're right... 
If we're wrong, email us at it's the extreme at gmail.com and tell us how bad we are at movies. Anyway, um, it's basically just a glorified trash compactor, yeah. which is such a honestly a letdown. <laughs> because I, everything up to this point in the stage has been awesome. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, I'm in a trash, trash compactor? <laughs> like, literally, you're dumping me in trash? At least it's colorful trash. It's t- fair. I mean, so is a slinky. <laughs> That's true. A slinky would have been a cool mini boss, actually. That, w- that would have been a cool mini boss. Just have a giant slinky. Yeah. Uh, but sadly, they just chose a trash compactor that uh, pulls trash out to make trash enemies, and then you destroy the trash, and then you break the magnetic trash, ma- magnet trash, and you trash it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trash. Um, there might be some trash involved. Maybe a little bit of trash. Um, I don't really have much else to say about this boss. It's kind of yeah, not okay. good. <laughs> maybe maybe there's a word for that. Um, maybe it's maybe it's just good. An, an ungood boss. No, wait, Thank I think you. it's I think it's a good actually. Mmm, a a a ungood boss. <laughs> we English good speak. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but yeah, the uh, that's Act One, I guess. We beat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we beat it. Yeah, and we fall through the trash. And then we fall through. We get shit out of the trash compactor, <laughs> uh, grabbed by a very handsy spider, which was uh, a bit inappropriate. I didn't appreciate where its metal claws were going. Yeah, uh, and drops us into Act Two. Woo. Which has a lot of um, minefields. Um, these like I mentioned, I didn't mention it before. There are a bunch of like little mines strewn throughout the stage to kind of force you to keep moving forward because if you stand on the mine for more than a second, it explodes. Right. You just go and then it's gone. Done. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> watch your step on the fart on the uh, fart mines <laughs> um and then again another thing i forgot to mention in the previous stage but is also here um is the traversal on the fans so you kind of like yeah. the hold on to the fan i guess as it's spinning around and you just kind of yeah. go round 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 and kind of just shoot yourself off in a direction Exactly. You shoot yourself off in a direction, and uh, another way to kind of propel you forward uh, is another great, great little game element there. Um, what else? The uh, there's so much. There's another actual. There's a use of fans outside, like just levitating kind of uh, under the ship. Just giant uh, like like desk fans that are just right. kind of <laughs> levitating <laughs> in the sky. And Sonic's just kind of like, okay, I guess I'm here now. We're, we're floating on on this. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. seems seems feasible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, what else do we got, Joey? Tell me something. I've I've talked for a very long time, and I need some water. Okay. Well, there's more trash. <laughs> this is like that the king of in, trash. You could go in the trash now. Yeah, you can fall in through the trash. That's a good point. So, much like a quicksand 
pit that you may fall into, you can just kind of stand in the trash and let it take you, I guess, and you'll traverse to a new area of the map by falling through the trash. Yeah. Which is so weird. <laughs> it's just like having him just stand there motionless as he falls through garbage is just so weird. Yeah. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's weird. He's just like accepting his fate. He's like, well, I'm I'm part of the garbage now. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, now. I'm a garbage boy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Sonic's really truly embracing his shitty past by be, saying that he's a trash boy. <laughs> 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 not anymore this game's turning around except it's for that other man. game that except for that other game that came out around the same time this did and threw him right back into the trash zone <laughs> uh, what else there's an interesting enemy actually in this particular part which is a bunch of electric barricades mm-hmm. um so it's kind of hard to explain it it looks like a giant metal barricade that has a uh, lightning running through it that can be triggered uh remotely by uh, like an operator mole or some shit i don't know um but the interesting part about how you tackle it is there's a lot of different ways to take it out you could destroy all the nodes so it has nothing to transmit the electricity through or you can just take out the, the thing controlling it in the first place and then you're fine yeah so it's an interesting uh, enemy that also you have to interact with because it's so big, it takes up most of the path you walk on. Right. It's, I thought it was an interesting enemy. I wanted to call it out. I I think it's interesting, too. Haven't seen yeah. anything like that. No, I like that. So far, A+. Plus. Um, yeah. And then there's a new outdoor gameplay element uh, that is just the introduction of wind as you're yeah. outside. Wind and rain. Wind and rain. So you get pushed in a different direction. You get pushed backwards uh, while you're outside because of the wind and rain. Wind and rain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that not how the weather weather people call it? The wind and rain. The wind and rain. Wind yeah, the rain. wind. The wind and rain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Am I? Did, did I do that right? No, it's correct. Thank you. Wind. Wind and rain. Okay, the wind and rain. Uh, moves you backwards while you stand still, which is a bit of an issue uh, if you're trying to kind of position yourself on top of a platform or you're just trying to jump in a certain direction. You got to account for that, which, again, increasing the difficulty just a bit more because you're still in that outside, but the outside has become a bit more dangerous because now on top of also having the uh, imminent threat of falling to your death, you could yes. be pushed into it inadvertently. <laughs> yeah. Which makes for... Another uh, beautiful little addition to the difficulty curve there. Indeed. Lots more uh, platforming. Lots more platforming. Holy hell, Joe. I think that's basically just implied at this point. Yeah. It's like, what is this? Super Mario? <laughs> what are you, Sonic? Are you Mario now? What? what what's going on here? Mar- Super Mario Sonic. Mario. <laughs> Damn it, that is the two hardest things to combine. Super Sonic Gario. Super Sar <laughs> Super Sario. Super uh, Man Super I'm, Manic. I'm Super Sario. <laughs> That's good. I'm Super Sario for being so manic. Yeah, dude. 
some being so manic don't with worry the hedgehog. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. Thanks, bruh. Thanks, bruh. What else do we got here? Um, I think that's about all I wrote down. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in particular? Um, I don't know. Those like magnety pipe things are pretty cool. Yeah, tell me about the magnety pipe things. That's it. Like you go in them, and <laughs> <laughs> you go in them, and it's like a huge vortex. It's like whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, magnety pipe things. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, how I roll. <laughs> uh, there's also like a wind tunnel thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Similar. Oh, that thing. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, it was a wind tunnel. Okay. Oh, I that thought makes that. More sense. <laughs> okay, I get it. I was very. Con- I was kind of confused. <laughs> it's like, now I get are, it. Are we like talking about the same level? I mean. <laughs> I could have missed that. It's very possible. I am. I am only human, hmm. so I very much could have missed it. So yeah, wind, yeah that's what you're talking titles. about. I I completely agree with you there. Uh, they also reminded me of like the underwater segments in certain Sonic areas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just they just remove the water, right? And it's like, hey, look, same, we did a thing. Yeah, same like <laughs> mechanic, but different like colors. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like that whole like another rapper thing. Like, yeah, the theme rapper is outdoors. Here is the mechanic from a different thing. Right, right. Now right. it's not out. Now it's not underwater, but it's outdoors. True. Um. Other than that, you you want to talk about the bouse? Yes, talk about the bouse. The spider mobile. It's time for an internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yes. Internet backstory for the Spider Mobile. Um, is a vehicle in the form of image of an arachnid. Thank you for that one. Yeah, boy. Um, the Spider Mobile has the ability to shoot out balls of electric uh, electricity from its pincers, and it can protrude a retractable cord from its abdomen, allowing it to hang from the ceiling like an actual spider. Um. Let's see some trivia. Just before the battle with the big squeeze in the previous act, the blueprints can be seen in the background foreshadowing the battle. So there you fucking go. Very cool. Uh, the Spiremobile is one of the th- one of three end zone bosses that cannot be hit by traditional means. The other two being the Mean Bean Machine and another one that I'm not going to spoil. All right. Um, the Spider-Mobile resembles the Egg Tarantula from the Sonic the Hedgehog comic series. Nice. Um, Eggman's upside-down sprite in the Spider-Mobile's cockpit was notably misinterpreted to be a fan-made female character based on Dr. Eggman, which received widespread attention by fans, uh, key artists of Sonic Mania, and even Sega staff. Uh... Fans posted their own artwork and names, including Egget, Amuleta, and Ovoid Robotnik, <laughs> and a backstory for this character. That's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty interesting to see the kind of the creativity of the community there coming out in droves to just be like, I saw this as this. Is this what they meant? And they'd just be like, no, but that looks really, that's cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah. It's a creative process. 
It is indeed. Uh, but that's it for Internet Backstory on Spider Mobile. Internet Backstory. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, I realized I didn't do like an internet backstory for the big squeeze, and that's sorry, the big squeeze was actually called that was the name of the trash compactor, it's called the big squeeze. <laughs> uh, but no, there's no internet backstory for the big squeeze. Um, I'll Sad. make up for it, don't worry. Um, the spider mobile, which is such an inventive little boss battle, um, yeah. where, where you're not really trying to, you can't actually physically hurt the boss. You have to kind of force him into danger. Right. So you got to hit the, like, thorax of the thing, uh, I guess, into, like, so swing it so it runs into, like, spikes. Right. Everyone's mortal enemy. Of course. Um, so it's a very cool way of approaching the boss from a player perspective because you're like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. well, I can't attack it directly. How do I beat it? Oh, wait, I can knock it into things, and there seem to be spikes. Maybe I try doing that. Yeah, it's very, like, heroic. Heroic battle. Yeah. David versus Goliath. Yeah, it's like David versus the giant crab, giant spider. Yeah. I remember that story. <laughs> That'd be, that story would have been a lot cooler if Goliath was a giant spider with a lot of hair or something. Whoa. <laughs> maybe it is who knows maybe goliath is code word for giant spider maybe maybe the artist rendings have just been wrong this whole time maybe they just personified it yeah stop showing your human bias maybe goliath is a giant spider hashtag yeah. spider feelings come on <laughs> hashtag spiders have feelings too <laughs> um but yeah, the boss fight itself is really great, honestly. It's a very inventive boss fight. Not my favorite boss fight so far. That title is so far squarely held by the Puyo fight. Nice. Um, but it is definitely up there as one of the better fights because you run, jump, and even like propel yourself via those like fans into the boss yeah. to kind of like ram him into the wall, which has a lot yeah. of heft to it because of the screen shaking and like the realistic kind of feel of the uh, like momentum shift from you going so fast to transferring that kinetic momentum into the robot, which flies in a different direction. It yeah. just feels really satisfying. I agree. You're yeah. like hitting this huge thing like all the way across the screen. It's good. Yeah, I like it. It's very cool. Yeah. And that's it. We cleared Act 2. That's it. Good job. Um, and then we're... Going up this infinite elevator, and uh, Joey, and the top of the elevator, there's not, there's nothing here. Wait, 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 we're almost there, we're almost there. Okay, we'll walk over. Um, Joey, how did... What? Oh my god, how did Where we, did we get, get here? Where are we? Where are we? Okay. I thought we were on the ship! <laughs> what? How did... What? I... But... The, I, ah, Joey, I'm confused. Think, Did we die? I think this is, is this heaven? purgatory. Wait, is this a dream? Oh, God. Joey, I need you to pinch me. <laughs> Ow. Okay, not that hard. All right, I guess we're not dreaming. Um, I think we need Let's to collect ourselves. We'll, we'll be right, we'll, we'll be right back. 
Welcome back. Hey. Alright, we've collected ourselves, right? Yes, we're alive. I've Alright, and we're good to go? I think I still don't know how we ended up here. We just did. I don't know. Yeah, but sometimes okay, you just well, gotta not ask why. Alright, well, fair enough. We we went through it. We went through the press garden. And uh, let's talk about what we went through. Um, so I guess the main mechanic that they really push in this act is bouncy ropes. Yeah. Or bouncy conveyors. Yeah. Which is, I guess, like the same as the the slime or the goo or the whatever. Yeah, it's again that same thing about another theme wrapper, just kind of put onto a different stage. Where you're right, it's the same mechanic as the goo. Um, granted, well, I mean, hold on, let me yeah, let me backtrack yeah, it's not, that. Uh, not like. 100% it's not entirely the yeah. same because to jump higher you kind of have to time your jump yeah whereas the other one you just kind of had to jump on right so i'll give it a benefit of the doubt and say that's not the exact same yeah. um so okay fair enough so yeah these bouncy conveyors you got to understand how to time your jumps properly to go higher to help you progress and it is a mechanic because it helps you progress or you need to understand it to progress it's not just a game element yeah I like how we're like have clear definitions now. Yeah. So, in that's in my opinion. I could be wrong, but in my opinion, a game mechanic is something that you need to understand and master to progress in the game. Yeah. Whereas a game element is something that adds to the overall experience of the level, but is not necessary for you to fully understand to progress. Cool. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I've been going under yeah. the assumption. Yeah. Yeah. It's the extreme way. That's the extreme way. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's extreme certified. Extremedictionary.com. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I would never have the time to write that dictionary. <laughs> uh, but maybe one of our fans, I don't know. Go for it. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not your boss. Um, but there are a lot of game elements also put into this stage, like, boxes and shadow boxes you know <laughs> yeah. for platforming yeah um there's also like breaking down walls and breaking plants glowing plants to proceed mm -hmm. um the breaking down walls um and the plants i guess i'd call that a mechanic because you have to understand how those work to proceed and they yeah okay i call it a game i'll call that a mechanic so you have to kind of break down certain walls and know that you have to bust them over to proceed or you have to like understand that this wall is breakable right or you have to see okay there's a plant there that seems out of place what if i jumped at it oh shit it broke and now a gate opened <laughs> so bada bing bada boom you do you're you you are the winner bada bing bada boom you are the winner. Whee! Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you move forward here. Um, some, some tea action. Yes, there's some <laughs> tea, tea action. There's a lot of letters going on. Um, I tried to see if it spelt anything. Yeah, it I couldn't come like up it. with anything. It looks like just gibberish. Yeah. A lot of the same letters, um, though. Like L R. Yeah, unless... Unless somebody's really good with anagrams and can maybe just tell me what it means. Mm -hmm. um, what else? 
there's more another part that's actually themed like a theme wrapper is the like the platforming on the letters like how they go away yeah uh seems kind of familiar <laughs> yeah not wholly familiar so i'm not going to call it a lift entirely but uh keep an eye out for it <laughs> um there is a cool little thing halfway in where there's a crushing vice grips that kind of force you into a tight space uh-huh. that you you need to escape pretty quickly um i think it's a good idea for a burst of tension yeah cool kind of allows for like you know that speed you know you need to kind of move, keep moving forward right yeah, yeah i'll take it um and i can't get over these fucking crabs they uh-huh. keep tossing around a bus yeah, yeah what's it doing that <laughs> i have no idea they're so weird <laughs> but i like i like weirdly love it yeah i'm so confused by their just existence they're just so fascinated by tossing these blades back and forth they like fucking love it they're having so much fun they can't get enough. Um, by the way, like I noticed at this point, I looked at the timer and I was at about like six minutes, uh-huh. and I hadn't really been dilly dallying all that much. Um, it seems like the stages keep going, getting longer. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more stopping and starting that you have to do. Like, yeah, uh-huh. there's a lot. Sorry, go on. Like every stage, like there's just more stopping. Yeah, there's a lot more plat- like stopping, starting. I get what you mean, but just the general stages seem to be longer. Like there's more of it to see. Mm-hmm. I guess it's particularly with this one. Um, like even there's another mechanic of like the whirly gig. Yeah. Where you need to understand how it works. Where you stand on the outside to like get more momentum to jump farther, uh, or you know stand on the inside to do a bit of a tighter turn. Um, but like, yeah, it's a pretty straightforward level, not as crazily mechanically amazing, right? but still fun. I, it's still a fun level. So it's just the juxtaposition of having the, this level right after press or, uh, flying battery Mm -hmm. just kind of makes it that much less interesting almost. That that doesn't mean to, that's not to say that it's not an interesting level. Right. It's just not as interesting as the other one. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes that, sense. Like they do an interesting one and then go back to like a basic one. Yeah, and I I mean I wouldn't even call it basic yeah. so much as just they threw a shit ton of mechanics at you in the previous one that kind of like overwhelms you with new shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one kind of dials it back a bit. It still introduces it uh, some mechanics, just not as many. Yeah. Uh, are you good to talk mini boss? Sure. So Shiversaw is Shiversaw. his name, or its name. I'm not going to gender it. <laughs> um, so it's Buzzsaw's rip through uh, the blue boxes with no remorse, but for some reason can't penetrate those green boxes. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, basically, just flails around its shit after it breaks. And then you kind of wail on it after that. Yeah. Um, you just kind of have to realize that uh, it can only break through certain boxes. And then once you do, and while it's flailing, you recognize that as your opportunity to attack. And then you attack it a bunch, and it blows up. Yeah. And after it blows up, it creates snow for some reason? I guess. Yeah, that's kind of weird. 
I mean, it did say Shiver in its name. Oh, well. Maybe it was creating snow by, I don't know, buzzsawing it? <laughs> That's a lot of snow. It's the, actually like, this is all a ruse. They're not actually outside. It's kind of like when like your dad would go outside and be like, shit, it's not snowing, but it's got to be for Christmas. And you would go on to, like a roof and like drop like cotton out the window or some shit. Or like, they're like, hey, it's snowing! Not cotton, <laughs> because you're not an idiot, but... <laughs> I don't know, like, rice? <laughs> I don't know, what do um, people drop I'll, to make it like snowing? I'll let you try that with your kids. So. <laughs> Just throw rice out the window. <laughs> Look, it's snowing! Dad, are you okay? <laughs> don't mind Daddy, he's just, he's just having a moment. um but act two focuses more on the ice mechanics of this area which i feel like is obligatory i mean it seems obligatory for a platformer honestly to have an ice area yeah it's like but it like makes sense with sonic i know but it's like uh, you're looking at like a checklist of things to have on your action platformer it's like we need normal level we need underwater area. We yeah. need ice level. Like, right. it's just like going down a checklist almost. I mean, like, yep, we got it. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but the ice mechanics here, I'll give it that, are interesting at points uh, with, like, frozen blocks, frozen springs, frozen traps, frozen everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes for interesting traversal because you have to break some of those ice blocks, but some of them you don't want broken because they are traps. So it makes for an interesting right. uh, difficulty there. Um, they lean a lot more into the outdoor aesthetic on this mm. section, much like in yeah. Sonic 3's Mushroom Hill Zone. Cool. Um, even so much as, like, well, not referencing Sonic 3 here, but very much have uh, focused on the outdoor and Japanese outdoor aesthetic, mind you, because they have a lot of these uh, Japanese stone lanterns or... Uh, Toro, as I yeah, found out. out. Yeah, cool. I guess in the backgrounds there. Yeah, it's a cool background. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it makes it seem a lot more like uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, just an interesting bit of platforming. There's a tree stuck in a wood chipper, and if you stand on top of the tree for too long, it actually pushes it into the wood chipper and removes your platform but if you stay on for too long you just die <laughs> you get uh nor- north is that the movie north? north no i don't know somebody write in and tell me what movie i'm thinking of and it's the extreme at gmail.com um it's the movie that takes place in like north dakota or something Far- fargo fargo it was fargo <laughs> i just remembered it all there we go it's fargo um north i don't know that's, no, I was thinking North Dakota. That's fair. That's um, fair. But yeah, it's an interesting little mechanic there. Uh, not mechanic, sorry, just a game element. Um, yeah. But what is a mechanic is being frozen, I guess. Yeah. Because like, sometimes you need to be frozen to break down certain areas. Right. And uh, you, you, you basically just... Sonic runs through an area, gets frozen... And the force of his momentum carries him through uh, certain ice blocks and into different areas. 
And it looks fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, when they're frozen. It's so funny. They, I like how they put a lot of effort into the frozen sure. uh, like picture of them. I think it's funny as hell. Yeah, memorable. I'm it is. It. Yeah, but uh, that's all really all I got for this act. Is there anything I missed? Nah, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. So let's talk about the boss here, the Heavy Shinobi. The Heavy Shinobi. Uh, he has sword strikes that freeze you. Uh, he throws shurikens that explode within about uh, three, or three or five seconds, I guess. Uh, upon contact with the ground, um, and he is generally very agile. Yeah. Jumps around like, the screen like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's an actual, like, humanoid, also. Yes. It makes it a very interesting fight because he's kind of erratic movements, mm. and uh, he kind of adapts to how you play, so you kind of need to be on your guard and be patient. Like, pick your moments sometimes, you know? Don't just mm. rush in. Mm-hmm. So it kind of challenges you there, gameplay-wise, to be like, hey, you know you've been running in all the time, just kind of bashing your head against the problem? Maybe that's not going to work for this one. Maybe. Maybe try a different tact, you idiot. No, I'm just kidding. Idiot. Don't be, don't be idiot. Um, but yeah, like the bo- I like this boss fight. Yeah. Um, it's like so- a good, it's a classic good one. And we get a really good internet backstory. Internet backstory. Oh, good segue. Thank you. The Heavy Shinobi is an antagonist, a member of the Hard-Boiled Heavies, an enhanced version of the Egg Robo created by Dr. Eggman after being struck with the power of the Phantom Ruby. Um, decorated as a ninja, the Heavy Shinobi's design reflects that of the green... Haori, with a yellow triangular cross-platform chest piece. Uh, by the way, Haori means uh, hip-length kimono-style jacket. <laughs> Just in case cool. you wanted to know. Um, right. He also has a black bottom torso, gray eyes, and a green Zori-like feet. Um, and Zori, just because everybody's going to ask me anyway what it is. Are uh, flat, thong Japanese sandals made of rice or straw. Um, Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about his personality. Heavy Shinobi is said to have gotten a couple screws loose. No, yeah, fair enough. Um, (laughs) That sounds eerily similar to the last one. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Um, Well, I was hoping it would be kind of more interesting there. Um, the Heavy Shinobi uses sound effects from the Revenge of Shinobi at points. Um, cool. And the Heavy Shinobi battle can be made a lot easier if the player has the Flame Shield, because it makes them immune to ice damage. Alright. Also a fun little thing, um, the Heavy Shinobi will throw these Asterons as shurikens. Now, Asterons are another badnik. So it's throwing a, like a robot at you. A robot is throwing a robot at you. Um, so meta? This is getting weirdly meta. So it's a re- uh, recurring enemy in the Sonic the Hedgehog series, a hovering starfish-style badnik um, that looks pretty much like you'd expect a starfish to look like. 
Um, cool. Yeah, he just kind of is used as a uh, as a shuriken there. There's a lot more, which is weird. There's more in her backstory for the shuriken than the one holding it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the Astron's uh, comic book uh, jaunts in the con- Sonic the in the Sonic the comic series published by Fleetway Editions. The Astron appeared in the issue seventy nine story Revolution, where Astron was one of the badniks unleashed on civilization. Um, what else? He also featured in the Archie comics, where uh, uh, several Asterons guard Metropolis Zone during Operation Clean Sweep, in which Sonic faces way until the core of the Eggman's base. Um, what? How much? T- how are we doing on time here? Oh, geez. Okay, I think we got to keep moving on. That'll be Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. And I think that's also going to be it for this episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, so thank you guys again for listening. We really appreciate all of our awesome new listeners, too. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the party. Hey. We brought... We we all brought dip. I hope you guys brought (laughs) chips. Uh, No, but thank you guys so much for listening. It really means a lot. Um, if you could tell your friends about us or your friends who really enjoy video games to uh, crazy extents and want to know everything about their favorite games, tell them about us. We yeah. really appreciate any and everything you could do. Um, we like to think of ourselves as, you know, build, we're growing this together, you guys. Um, so thank you again for listening. And if you want to get in touch with us, we have a ton of different ways to do that. You can email us. Uh, at it's the extreme at gmail.com or on Twitter, Facebook page, we have Instagram at it's the extreme. Um, what else? What am I missing, Joey? I'm on uh, Twitch sometimes. Twitch. Yeah, Facebook. Again, I'm so bad at Twitch. I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of a move. I once I get settled, <laughs> I will get this working again. I swear it. Yeah. I'm trying my best, you guys. Life is very difficult <laughs> That's when okay. you have a million That's... things on the road on the road yeah um i want to thank uh our network uh never sleeps network for having us thank you again again guys if you want to check out more of their awesome shows go to never sleeps network dot uh, go to sorry never sleeps network um and then um if you want to donate to us you can we have a patreon but you don't have to uh we really appreciate it if you do uh we want to start you know paying paul to do all the awesome work that he's doing so thank you again paul for all your work um and uh, i think that's about it is am i missing anything joey don't think so okay uh, don't forget to write all that shit down don't forget to write that down and uh joey though before we go here um you see that giant screen off in the distance with the fat guy staring at it yeah it seems to have like a giant egg-looking thing on it. Like it looks uh-huh. like a Death Star almost. <laughs> and it keeps switching between a picture of a Death Star and a robot with spikes on it. Um, I'm a bit confused. And oh god, Joey! No, it's coming again! It's coming again! What is it? It's coming back again! No, I don't like it! No! Oh, no! Ah!
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.